1: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Oh shit, where'd my wienersmith Schnitzel?
0: There it is. <laughs> Hi Cliff.
1: Hi
2: Cliff.
0: You
1: got my sweatshirt too. Going on. No. Dining you- for a difference. Dining, yes, dining, dining to make to make a difference. My yeah, you, made, you threw me yeah. off for a second. Yeah, yeah my bad. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, that looked like a really years. cool event, man. Yeah, it did. That picture. That picture got me in trouble with Walt.
1: It sure did. I was just (laughs) going to say that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, because Walt came on the show, and I was mentioning the event, and I said, you know, Walt, you got to tell him next time. That apron, man, it looked like a bib, you know, because he's a big guy. (laughs) And he got offended, and I was like, no, I was (laughs) just...
0: He Just said, "Oh, we got out. jokes. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, okay." Oh, he, goes, we're joking. He, goes, he goes, "Tell he goes, Loaf, tell your boy. That's the only joke he has. When I come on here, he gets one joke and then it's over. That's oh, it. Man. That's it."
2: I mean, have you ever like annoyed or pissed off your boyhood hero? Like,
0: it's a weird feeling.
1: Yeah, you should. You should probably, especially that guy. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I was there live in LA. Oh, where? Really? Nice. Ooh, it was. It was fun. That stadium is gorgeous.
1: I've never been. Uh, that's that's one of the few stadiums I haven't been to.
2: Oh, it's really cool. But if you go, uh, just, you know, make sure you either get hooked up, which I'm sure the two of you would, or bring your wallet and extra credit cards. Because, <laughs> well, wow. Dude, 80 bucks to park, bro. 80 bucks. <laughs> general parking. General. Hey, look, man. I roll down spend, the window. I go, just general, please. She goes, that's $80. <laughs>
1: Whoa! Look, they they don't spend they don't spend five billion dollars and don't expect you to pay it back. All right, yeah. They're, they're, yeah. Gonna get, they're gonna find a way to get it back. Oh
2: man! And then uh, let's see, what was I saying, Katie? Half a bucket of popcorn. So whatever the biggest bucket of popcorn is at the movie theater, they only have half of that. <laughs> okay, and uh, that is nine dollars
0: <laughs> for double the price. Yeah, nine dollars, <laughs> twice
2: the price. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. I oh uh, the uh, cold beer here. You know the guy coming up the the thing. How much? Um, so he stops. I say uh, two, please, my good man. I'll <laughs> I'll go ahead and buy my my lady one as well, right? And he gets out his card reader, which is cool. You don't need the cash, so that's cool. And then uh, I you know I, I hand him the card, and he goes, uh, "What is it? What did I say? Forty eight dollars. Forty eight dollars for two <laughs> for Yeah. Two Bud Lights. Now, they're, they're tall boys. They're they tall. tall boys? I was going to say. Like, they're tall, but better. still. 20, 24, close to 24-something bucks a piece, I think is what he said. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah.
1: That's, more than a that's, dollar That's ounce. a little
2: ridiculous. You guys. more <laughs> Katie, more than a dollar an ounce, she says. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Um, you know, uh, that's not the case, though, with our friends at Heritage Distilling. Right, Lofa? <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> Oh, I what do you got? Blood
0: orange? Yeah, yeah, I ran out of my little orange vodka ritas, so I'm just going to make a blood orange.
2: Okay. Vicarita. I like yeah. that. Nice. Oh, you're just going to make
0: one. Yeah. All right. got, I'm not just going to show, you know, I I dabble <laughs> and enjoy all of our sponsors. He's and, mixing uh, a cocktail. You know, it was <laughs> a big not? win. I got my Seahawks glass. Yeah, big man. Win. Yeah. So, cheers to the win.
2: So, now that's the Heritage Distilling Company blood orange vodka. Yeah. And what are you mixing it with?
0: Just a club soda. Oh, okay.
2: Nice. Nice. Try to to restrict
0: the calories, you know? Oh, yeah. (laughs)
2: Like a little spritzer this morning. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Easy. (laughs) Judge Judy.
0: Unbelievable. You're supposed, hey, you're on the show too, Brett. You should be drinking yeah. with me.
2: Well, I, I, I did. It was just last night. I had the cocoa bomb. I was out in the backyard. I came Thank back God. from spending my life's fortune on <laughs> on the game. And um, I went out in the backyard and I turned on Sunday night football. Beautiful mm-hmm. fall evening here in Los Angeles. And I had my glass. I had my big rock and I poured my cocoa bomb over it. Ooh, It was that delicious. Was. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a scrappy game last night. Low scoring, but it was, scrappy that was game. Boring. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I like you find, you
1: find you find you find those games boring, Loaf? I like defense, but it was it
0: was really like just putrid offense. I, <laughs> I, I you know I couldn't even really give the defense credit as much as I wanted to. It was just like dropped interceptions and they're still punting after that. It was like what is going on? And how many chances are you gonna give a team to win the game and then they not do it. That was crazy.
2: Well, That's what's also what's up with these uh, coaches, these newfangled coaches out there, guys, and these new weird decisions, like uh, not kicking the field goal to go up by nine, but then also uh, with the game on the line, letting Tua throw it, which was then an incompletion, which basically gives them a timeout that they you didn't need to give them, and just like some weird weird stuff, like not and not just with the Dolphins, like the Chargers guy makes some weird decisions. Mm-hmm. A lot of. A lot of coaches making weird decisions, don't you think?
1: What do you think? about like? that yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the it's 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 a new wave of football and it, mm. it us old school guys, I guess. Um you know, well, they would call us old school, I yeah. guess. But <laughs> It doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the problem. Well, it doesn't I, work. That's the thing. Trying I, new things is one thing, but if it doesn't work, you need to go back to the. Well, Cliff.
2: Yeah. yeah, I I texted my buddy last night. I said like the Dolphins are going to escape with a win, but if they didn't, that guy would have a lot of questions to answer. And that's yeah, it's weird, right, Loaf? I mean, yeah,
0: you know, man in the arena, it's tough to judge from outside looking huh, in. That's but, true. You know, it's it's also just. Fucking common sense, man. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. When you need to run the ball, I would have watched. I watched watch Atlanta. They literally ran it against the Bengals. Down twenty-one, nothing. They were just. We got to get something going. And what's his name? Algier, the rookie, ran it from their own like forty. All the way down to the one, and then they throw it three times. And, <laughs> and it was like, "What the hell? What are you I'm not even gonna try it one time?" Uh, yeah. So then, on fourth down, they finally give it to him. He goes over the top, but it just made it way harder than it needed to be. <laughs> and uh it, I was just like, "Wow, what did I just?"
2: Watch? That's that's the NFL's new slogan: "Way harder than it needs to be." Yeah, but you know, <laughs> for, some, for some me in the just... stands trying to get popcorn, and for the players down on the field trying to score. Sorry, Cliff. not smarter. What, what's up, Cliff? <laughs> no, I was gonna say,
1: some coaches just they 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 make things too difficult. Like mm-hmm. they, they try to just keep doing the thing that works. Mm-hmm. Let's just go with that. Mm-hmm. Like, let's, right. let's not try to engineer this and, and make it like you're just some genius. The genius move is to just do what's working.
2: Like, like my themselves. cocoa bomb whiskey, yeah. like my it's cocoa right. bomb whiskey, <laughs> heritage distilling cold right. open brought to you by heritage distilling, but heritage distilling say, company. I off.
0: did. So I did catch the UCLA Oregon game and you know, it was refreshing to see. Because you know, I know Cliff and we're out there, you know, back when we played. If a team is having success with the play, keep running the play. And yes, he ran the G lead, just a front side polar. He ran it four times in a row until they finally only got three or four yards instead of ten yards. And then you know what he did? Because they're what they didn't get to a timeout. They didn't stop it to like regather on the sideline. He just flipped the formation and ran it the other way and got fifteen <laughs> yards.
1: Why not? Madden. Why not? Just like you're playing Matt. <laughs> until Madden. they stop it. Yeah. Until they stop it, keep running
2: it. Uh, you guys ready to officially start the show now that the cold open brought to you by the Heritage Distilling Company is, is coming? That wasn't to part of clothes. the show. That wasn't part oh, of the no, show. Oh no, that was the show. It's just the cold open. We got that was just the pregame. We gotta officially start the show. Lofa, you ready? Spin it, DJ. <laughs>
1: You want to run uncut, yeah. unapologetic from the jump, and yeah. no politics in this club, just dirt from the streets and the creeks in the mud. twelve, best podcast for the Seahawks, number one sports talk, yeah we got it online, 12. every episode 12 hot take. and we for Seattle my place,
2: it's the Take 12 Podcast, I am one of your hosts. Lifelong Seahawk fan from Edmonds, Washington, Brett Davern. He is former Seahawks All-Pro linebacker Lofa Tatupu. And joining us on this episode is our very special guest. It's his first time on the show. Show him some love. It's Cliff Averill, everybody. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Ah, the theme song for Take 12 is- uh, So is this
1: a sample of uh, one of Jay-Z's tracks? Uh, what's this uh You know what? It sounds like a sample.
2: Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I, I just feel like
1: it's a sample. That I
2: love it. Don't tell
1: anybody for Yeah, yeah, samples. yeah, my bad, yeah,
2: my bad, my bad, my
1: bad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome into the show, everybody. Uh, Seahawkspod at gmail.com is our email address if you've got questions, comments, or anything like that. Check out our sponsors, Heritage Distilling Company. Wiener Schnitzel. We're coming to you live from the Wiener Schnitzel Digital Studio, of course. Two locations in Western Washington in Everett and Fife. Check out Wiener Schnitzel for delicious hamburgers, cheeseburgers, corn dogs, hot dogs, bratwurst with sauerkraut. You can get everything with their delicious look, I'm holding it up. Chili sauce. Oh. I got a can. You got heritage distilling cocktails <laughs> loafa, but I got Wiener Schnitzel chili sauce in a can. Um, and you could get it with it or without. Of course, they also got delicious ice cream and uh, root beer floats and all that good stuff. So I feel
1: like I feel like they should have pretzels too. Did you say pretzels? Ooh, Ooh I don't do know.
2: We're gonna have to check with our guy know, Dom. I don't know
1: why they made. Me, they made me feel like they should have pretzels. I Maybe, don't know why.
2: Like especially I, for Oktoberfest, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll have I'll, to check I'll ask in.
0: my boy Dominic. Yeah. yeah. We got a special request by Cliff Averill. Put it on the menu. <laughs>
1: yes. Put it on the menu and send me some.
0: <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Go
2: into their locations, you guys, either in Everett or Fife for lunch or anything today. Mention Take 12 for a free small soda with any other purchase at Wiener Schnitzels of Western Washington. Also, Fit My Foot and Bet Online, but I'll tell you about them later. And Epic Seats. Katie, yes.
0: Cliff, they have a pretzel bun.
2: Ooh. Ooh there
1: you a pretzel go. bun. Okay, well, I need yeah. a pretzel. <laughs> okay.
2: Well, you can go in and order maybe just the bun. Just get
1: the bun. <laughs> hey, just hey, just just the bun, please. Yeah. No burger.
2: Uh, you guys, uh, let's get right into the game that we all uh witnessed. Like I said, I was there live in the building when our mighty Seattle Seahawks came down here to Southern California and just put it on the the uh I almost said San Diego. The not San Diego Chargers uh, yesterday, 37 to who cares was the final score. Gino (laughs) put up a ton of points again. K-9 was running all over everybody, but uh, I'm going to reverse everything from what I did last week because the defense, I think, was the story for me this time, being in the building, watching it live they played great. They were all over Justin Herbert. Turnovers everywhere. I mean, you guys are two defensive guys. Shouldn't we just heap some praise on the defense?
1: Yes, yes. Hats off to the defense, man. In the last two weeks they've looked they've looked great. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think the first few weeks it's all about figuring out this new scheme, Yay! figuring out the the you know the personnel because. You know, some coaches think it's the scheme. Some coaches think it's the personnel. But guess what? You need both of them to be able to have success. And I think guys are kind of buying in now. They've changed up a few different things on the D line front, and it's showing up now. The guys are, you know, there's more pressures, there's more hurries, there's more hits on the quarterback. Um, the stat, the sacks don't necessarily have to to be, you know, six seven every game. But if you're getting the quarterback off the spot, you're yep. you're doing your job.
0: Yeah, it was an unbelievable job at the defense right from the jump. I mean, two huge turnovers. We go up 17 nothing because of it, and I give him the, the offense a great field position. But, uh yeah, DT, man, he showed up in a big way. Yes. That was unbe Cliff, we might have to work with him on the runback skills.
2: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> How about a little yes, high step there? That's a quarterback, my man. Come on.
1: You should never get tackled by the quarterback. Uh, ever, he's, he's gonna, ever. I
2: mean, it, it, what, what goes on the next day in the in the film when they're watching a film of that? Are guys going to kind of punk him a little bit at the end just for fun? Oh, oh, yes. Okay. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I, don't know if,
1: I don't know if he makes it off the plane without at least hearing <laughs> one comment about it. <laughs> I,
2: <laughs>
1: he switched the ball like last second and then just was like, ah, I'm just he was holding it so tight. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's <laughs> like funny because live uh, and being there in the stadium, of course, the place goes nuts. You guys, that place was I, at least 50% Seahawks fans <laughs> yesterday. I'm telling you. It felt, I mean, it didn't feel like a home game or anything, but it was loud in there. I don't know if you guys could hear the C- Hawks chants on the TV broadcast but they were loud in the building and the place was going absolutely crazy when 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 Daryl did that but um I was gonna say that I didn't know it was Herbert that tackled him because it just all happened so fast and then they did not want to replay that thing so (laughs) I didn't know until later when I got home and I was kind of watching the recap
0: when he tipped it and then it bounced right into his oh, hands, I was beautiful. like, oh, he's fast too. DT's, I was like, I just stood up and yelled touchdown. And, uh, <laughs> and then everybody looked at me like I was crazy. Because he got tackled by the quarterback. But yeah. I mean, yeah, that was huge. Ryan Neal with uh, a big interception, yeah. jumped, jumped that right across the middle. D- turnovers, man. Cliff, you know, like, man. You, he, he's always preached that it's all about the ball on defense and we're, we're getting him in the bunches and it just, it's awesome to see. Man, it, you know, reminds me of you in the L O B now. We're, you know, I can't, just a
1: reminder, just a reminder can't, though. Can't anoint them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's
0: there's shades of it. Oh, it yeah. looks it looks promising. Oh, yeah. I mean, no this is,
1: uh, especially two... with all the young players buying into that 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 philosophy, right? I mean, you yeah. know, it, it reminds you of the 2011, 2012 where guys are kind of figuring things out and they're they're buying into the philosophy of getting after the ball. Guys up front are getting sack fumbles causing turnovers, guys on the back end getting interceptions. Mm-hmm. I mean, that turnovers just give you a chance. They give you a chance to win, you get more possessions and obviously it helped us tremendously last night.
2: Yeah. Well, uh one time I got to go to training camp. I Cliff was probably still playing and um I was famous enough to get to go stand on the sidelines at training camp and <laughs> afterwards my family and people I was there with, we got to take pictures with some players and so we took a picture with Mike Rob and, and Sherm. And it was the year after I think Sherm like had had kind of come on the year before played uh, not not really full time, but I don't know. He would just had, had a really great like end of the season before that or whatever. And I just offhandedly said to him, like, hey man, big fan, like the way you came on last year was just amazing. And he just stopped and he looked me dead in the eye and he goes, You ain't seen nothing yet. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> that whoa. <is> <laughs> and that was that year you guys are talking about. So if that's what we're headed for, if they're if they've got that sort of like swagger and feel like they're finally coming into it, man, I you know, the sky's the limit, of course. I mean, that was It was incredible. I mean, Cliff, as a guy, you know, Hawks legend here, who known for getting after the quarterback, I mean... We, we've, we've heaped praise on the defense for the things they've done good, but this D-line, and you mentioned it, um, what exactly did they change up? And I mean, you know, Nwosu also, like all the guys, mm-hmm. Al Woods. How about Al Woods sticking on his arm and grabbing a hold of Justin Herbert and Bad. being like, get back here, son. Like, hey, man, I mean, I would,
1: hey, Al Woods is no small guy either. Like no. that's one of probably yeah. the biggest human beings I've, I've awesome. been around. Well, Herbert's He's big
2: too, big. though, but he grabbed him with that one big paw, right? And just he brought him over. right back. That was amazing. Just, I mean, Cliff, just talk about this. D line yeah, no, it's,
1: it's you know, again, it's been at the beginning of the season, you know, they they kind of changed up the scheme a little bit where the guys were kind of catching blocks, meaning, mm. um, you know, instead of attacking, they were kind of catching blocks and letting the linebackers kind of, you know, play freely, uh, hopefully play a little bit more free. But uh, over the last couple of weeks, the guys were like, hey, coach, we we want to attack. We want to get up field a little bit more. Mm. And it's shown, you know, it showed up a, a lot and, and it's disruptive. When you play that way, you're getting yeah. up the field, you're being disruptive you're you're just messing things up um you know it allows the linebackers to continue to play freely but also allows those guys to get get uh on the quarterback a little bit quicker and and again last couple weeks it's definitely showing up with all all the hits and hurries that these guys have been able to get
2: yeah totally um i mean coverage sacks also coverage is, is tight on the back end i mean seeing it live so you know getting to sit up there and, and see kind of everything happen that you can't really see on TV. I mean, Tariq Woolen is just, it's I such mean, a beast. It, beast. it barely translates on TV, though, up to this point. What I saw, I mean, what I saw in person, you guys, it just, it, that was, that was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm a, excited. I'm excited ever. for the future.
0: A couple breakups, even one that he played mm-hmm. top shoulder perfectly mm-hmm. and he broke it up because his, his reach is so, you know, and the guy was looking for a flag, was like, bro, that was almost picked off. Yeah. But he was just, he doesn't want to, don't want to give a deep ball. Right. So he was playing top shoulder down He play top down in that situation. And, and he just he deflected it, knocked it down,
1: but it's, man, he's special.
2: Yeah, yeah. And
1: he's just an raw, place. too, though. You know what I mean? Like, he's still That's figuring it part. out. That's the yeah. crazy part, right? He's still trying to figure it out. Uh, he doesn't even understand the game to uh, to, to a T just yet. And yet, you know, he's making all these big totally. plays. So once he starts understanding it and the game scary. starts to slow down for him, oh, man, it's going to real scary <laughs> oh. out there. <laughs> it's over.
2: We're all licking our chops here. Um, how about uh, switching over to the offense? K9. K-9, two weeks in a row. I mean, you know, no secret, he was probably everybody's largest uh, ad drop in fantasy leagues out there, and he <laughs> delivered. I mean, two touchdowns, a bajillion yards, looking shifty. Again, in person, I mean, just looks fast. His uh, A buddy of mine, I'm texting with a buddy of mine, his two-yard runs are fun to watch and impressive, <laughs> you know, Barry he makes like four guys miss yeah. and then runs two yards and it's, it's a, it's a thing of beauty. Yeah. Barry Sanders S exactly. Lofa. I mean, yeah, go take it Lofa. I mean, K nine, yeah. what a game.
0: Yeah. There's a uh, hundred, what, 68, uh, two touchdowns, 23 carries. So he's getting volume. I'm, mm. I'm just happy to see that he's not on a pitch count. Like it's usually like when the years passed, since we had beast, beast mode, it was like, all right, well, other than him, if you get to like fourteen, fifteen, it's you know we're gonna shut mm-hmm. it down and then go elsewhere or, or put in you know somebody else. And it was just amazing, man. I think he averaged seven or eight, um, and you know the the home run speed, like oh. he's a threat to take it anywhere on the field to the house. And. I mean, no one was even close when he broke. When and he broke late down in that
2: the game, right? too. So oh, he's still it. fast in the fourth quarter. I mean, he's, he's, his conditioning is crazy. I mean, he's just—he's—he's he's everything, you guys. Cliff,
1: no, uh, but not—not not just that. I mean, you know, usually. They're special running backs, right? Marshawn Lynch, obviously yeah. a special running back. He, you know, he can run between the tackles. He can run past you. He can run you over, right? Um, some guys are just maulers. They just are between the tackles, and then some guys are scat backs. They are on the edge of the defense. K nine. He does a little bit of all of that. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. shifty, he's quick, he's fast. He's going to run past guys. But if he needs to, he'll run, you know, in between the tackles as well. Yeah. Um, you know, he, there's something special with that kid, for well, sure. Oh, th- that now, first... You know,
2: just, oh, sorry. Got
1: to keep going. <laughs> no, he's got to keep going.
2: I'm so excited to, to, to jump in here because <laughs> I was going to say, the second touchdown is the breakaway speed late in the game, which is incredible. The first touchdown first was touchdown. the fight to the goal line, the spinning kind of dragon guys reaching out. So, yeah, both yeah. both styles. It's just... Oh, I'm so excited for him. And, and no, what a it, game. Yeah, exci- what a game. I'm excited for him.
1: Uh, I, well, first of all, well, before you jump into the next one, yeah. I mean, just think about the rookie class in general. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Like,
1: that. all of those guys are doing some impressive stuff, man. Like, they're mm-hmm. killing it right now. And, and, and the Seahawks look like geniuses so far.
2: Yeah. yeah. Another great draft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. you just
1: hope you get one or two possible starters in the first three years. They have
2: yeah.
0: five guys, two corners, two tackles, two of the most, you know, the hardest positions to play and they're not just, you know, playing, they're contributing to the wins and the outcome mm-hmm. of these games and so it's uh and to think that this is just, you know, the tip of the iceberg, they're going to get so much better once this game slows down. Oh, um man. even even K9, there was a couple where, you know, he was quick to cut back where if he just stayed front side. Yeah, and you know, really? there's there's I I mean 250 yards wow. on, on just wow. three more carries. Like he'll he'll, you know, he wants some back but you're not going to complain with that stat line. He didn't. And running back is really one of the hardest positions. Like, like Cliff said, you got a Marshawn, you got usually the first rounders, uh, an Adrian Peterson, Saquon mm-hmm. Barkley, you count on those guys to come in and carry the team right away. And for this guy to do it in his first year, uh, It's unbelievable, because he's only going to get better, too. Well, I
2: I wasn't really going to move on uh, too much. I was just going to move to the O-line, because Charles Cross, uh, another rookie, right, but left tackle, looks like could be another left tackle for the Seahawks in the long line of legendary left tackles for the Seahawks, you know, from Walter to Okung to, you know, I mean, we just, we've, we've had some great ones and he looks fantastic. And clearly you can see it because not just, not just Kenneth Walker, but, uh, I think as a team, they were averaging like 5.4 per rush, you know, with with (laughs) DJ in there as well. And and even Gino, when he would get out on the edge, tons of room to run. And sometimes he was just throwing it anyway (laughs) because they were open, (laughs) which was great. Um, So let's talk about our Germany trip real quick. Uh, The tickets are selling. People are buying them. People are reserving their spots right now. Uh, The Germany trip has become a one-day extravaganza where they get a breakfast and meet and greet with you and Leroy Hill and David the Heater Hawthorne, and Matt McCoy, and Sean Locklear, and the newly retired KJ Wright, and of course Lofa. They'll all be in one room together eating breakfast, and you'll be in there with them. Uh, You get a gift package that'll have some signed memorabilia in there, and a lanyard, and it's a a t-shirt, and we'll hook you guys up with some cool stuff. And then you get transportation to the game, you get the ticket to the game, and then you get transportation to an after party and you get to get into the after party where Lofa and all the players are again and all that kind of stuff and that's all in one day and it's awesome and it costs barely more than a thousand bucks and if you're going to go to the game you might as well go to it and have a bunch of fun with us and I just said everything. Lofa, what else do you got to add?
0: (laughs) It's going to be an awesome time. That's all I had to add, brother.
2: (laughs) 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 <laughs> you guys should check out lofaingermany.com. It's also listed on Eventbrite if you'd like to buy it over there and have an account over there. Um, or also 12s in Um, All of those places are places where you can sign up and reserve your spot on our trip. Also, and I'm just going to put this out there, if you have tickets to the game already, but you're going to be in Germany and you'd like to meet Lofa and the Seahawks legends let us know. Hit us up on Seahawkspod at gmail.com and we'll try to work out a way where that could happen as well. So, um, and tell your friends. I mean, maybe you have some friends that are traveling over for the game in Germany. Maybe you're not going, but you're like, hey, you ever wanted to meet Lofa? Here's how. In so, Germany? <laughs> Lofa in Germany.com, 12s in Munich.com. All right. Next player I was going to go to is uh, Marquise Goodwin. Two touchdowns yeah. at, at receiver and great catches. The The second touchdown catch was incredible uh, with JC Jackson in coverage there.
1: I mean, I think, I think even with, with Marquise, like we know what he's able to do. Like we played against him when he was in San Fran, like he, he's, he's, he's a beast too. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's just yeah. the fact that he just has not been getting as no. many reps uh, as, as, you know, as he would like, obviously, but. Now that he's out there, he's showing that he 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 still has it. You know, yep. I think he he was saying uh, something about me being the old guy still making plays like he's definitely making plays. And he came up big for us.
0: Savvy. Yeah. Vet. Yeah. yeah. Just been dealing with, the, you know, some injuries. You know, uh, I think the hamstring kind of held yeah. him back. But, um, yeah, that's what he's capable of. And I mean, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't say that those were some beautiful own footballs,
2: yeah, so. well, oh, no doubt. don't worry, we're going to go there next. We're getting to him next. Don't worry. uh Yeah, great, great game by Marquise. I mean, a lot of people pre-game, you know, didn't know how what was up with Tyler, and he's got an injury and stuff like that. And people just wondering who who the receiver is that's going to step up. Who's the true number three or whatever on this team? I mean, I yeah. think Marquise showed he's not even like a number three. I think he's got you know higher talent than that, and had an amazing game. Just really, really, really great. I mean, they were they were covering our other guys and. He was doing what he needed to do. On the other side, and um, we might
0: need him going forward, yeah. depending on oh, what yeah. happened to DK.
2: Well, and well, well, we just got
1: good news on that. Um, so Pete just said that uh, it doesn't. It's not too bad. He doesn't need surgery or anything like that. So uh, that's a. Uh, that's 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 awesome news. Yeah. That's awesome yeah. news.
2: Oh, good. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. Well, I now I just have to do the live read right there. I was gonna save it for the injury report, but Cliff jumps in. All right. Oh
1: my bad. Second. My Cliff bad. i jumps trying. in with his
2: breaking news. All right. He dropped
1: an Averill <laughs> bomb. Just, <sighs> the yes, injury what I do, report. Baby. <laughs> the Late injury
2: report. News. We didn't even have it. Brought to you by Cliff Avril. Hold on. Wait. I got a I got a sound for breaking news. There it is. Um, The injury report brought to you by Fit My Foot, who has revolutionized the footwear industry. They brought custom footwear to your smartphone with the ability to scan your feet through their award-winning app. You download their app for free. It's called Fit My Foot. It's just that easy. Just search it, find it, download it. Um, And right when you open it, it has you scan your foot with your phone using your phone's camera. Um, And then after you do that, you submit the scans and they will then... Build for you and send you back some custom insoles if you choose. Uh, They get to you in 14 days, which is way faster than the podiatrist, Um, and they are uh, less of uh, they're. Well, how do I say it? They're cheaper. (laughs) They're better (laughs) better cost. They're better. (laughs) They're better, Better, and they're better all around. They're 3D printed. They're 3D printed, custom to match your foot uh, with custom arch support. Um, 80% of people who tried them reported feeling less pain. So let's get on it, everybody. Take 12 listeners can use our promo code LOFA. Twenty to get twenty percent off right now. That's L O F A two zero to get twenty percent off at Fit My Foot. And DK's uh, thing was negative, and all of that. And so that's the injury report from <laughs> <laughs> Cliff April and me and Fit My Foot. Um,
0: we need to. It's got to be a Fit My Foot ground player of the game or ground performer okay. of the game. Right. So that's going to K nine. Okay, we'll we get him some that. custom insoles.
2: Uh, Gino. Gino, everybody. Oof. Gino, Gino, Gino. The, this, this amazing Beat season continues. <laughs> I was just going to say. I mean, he's getting more and more expensive with every game. By the um, day. He, uh, he, he's, he's getting more and more love from everybody around the league, as he should. He is clearly the NFL comeback player of the year. Um, however, maybe don't call it a comeback, because he's been here the whole time. Mm. He looks great. He looks like a vet. He looks savvy. His balls in person look uh zippy <laughs> pause <laughs> what? I'm sorry he, he that, can was, it, man. that was not on
1: purpose <laughs> oh let man just, I wouldn't have said anything if said
0: <laughs> <laughs> it. <was> <laughs> I just
1: Collins let you ride that, that one me. out
0: <laughs> I, I'm just gonna
2: drink.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> so try that over again Let's so his balls reset. look perfect in person and in, <laughs> what else? in
2: person yeah. Yeah. in person you, you guys <laughs> when you see Gino Throw the ball in person. It has got a zip on it that uh, I just haven't seen from some quarterbacks in a while, honestly. I mean, even the throw to Noah Fant where he was like triple covered, uh, that thing got there. Like in person, it looked a little scary. I'm sure on TV the first time you saw it, you were like, whoa, that's triple coverage. Whoa, that was kind of dangerous. You see that thing in slow motion? It got there. Everything gets there with Gino. He's playing out of his mind and had another amazing game.
1: Yeah, twenty. Oh, go ahead, go ahead Cliffy. You no, that. my fault, my fault. No, no I was going to say, but, you know, I think people forget that Gino was a starter in the NFL, yeah. right? He, he's he's taken some lumps. He's he's seen the game from that starting position. It's just the last few years he's got to sit back and kind of watch the game too, right, and, and learn on a different level. So uh, to see him playing at, at the level that he's playing has been impressive. Just seeing him st- – I think the most impressive thing for me is seeing him sit in the pocket, take some hits, and still be able to launch the ball and get it to his wide receivers Mm -hmm. uh, on on a few different plays. It's pretty impressive. His numbers are are crazy, and he's making – even his teammates that had some doubts. I'm sure there were some guys in the locker room that had some doubts. Like, he's making them believers now, and he's only going to get better as those guys continue to buy into what he's been able to do.
2: Well, and even on third down, you know, like long third downs, it's like I just kind of sat back in my chair like, Gino's got it. We got, got this. Like, There's a certain confidence that he has that then makes makes me have that confidence as a fan watching. You just believe he's going to get it done, and he goes mm-hmm. out and gets it done. Tyler with some great catches on those, though, too. Great routes, getting yeah. just beyond the line right there, right, a lot of times, especially late. But, I mean, mm-hmm. man, Gino just – he looks great. I'm just – Lofa, how happy are you with that on this podcast we were like – we didn't really take a stand on who should be the starting quarterback. Yeah, we honestly, know. we played it political. Cause we were like, how can anyone <laughs> know what's going to happen? And we just said, let's let it play out. And it's playing out beautifully.
0: I mean, it's unbelievable. And to think, you know, with, with every loss in that trade that Denver has, our picks just get better. And so we have a lot of, you know, draft capital to whether we want to make a move at the deadline or, you know, just, go build around, you know, because like, like Cliff said, pay the man. We're not, we're not joking. Um, yeah. What he's shown in in this seven games has been nothing short of a miracle, man. It's been unbelievable and uh, happy for him. Proud of him. You know, Cliff, i talked about it, you know, how hard it is. We've seen guys come in for a game, miss yeah. a play, throw an interception and, and never get a chance again. Yep. And um, you know, that time, like you're saying, sitting, it, it's done him well. He has a great grasp of this offense and he's a commander out there. He is, you know, a field general. And and putting the ball everywhere, that that one to DK. DK almost comes down with that. That could be a touchdown because mm-hmm. he's down at the one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so even like his his incompletions and the the interception was his fault, deflected, you know, right. pass. Yeah. And so um just Taking care of the ball is priority number one in, in this organization and Pete's philosophy. And he's doing a great job, but he's also he's not shying down from those moments of making a play. He's uh, he's going for it. And so it's it, it's going to get more expensive if they don't. Mm. And so what I, I want to ask Cliff, like put your GM hat on. What would you do here right now um, in terms of either negotiating with them or what would your thought process be?
1: Well, I, I think you got to start the process right you gotta j- start getting a feel for what those numbers look like I'm sure they are Matt Thomas and and, and John Schneider and all those guys are up there kind of seeing where where uh he fits in I think the biggest thing is do you try to offer him something now or do you wait to the end of the season now obviously you always have the chances of a lot of different things happening uh, it's only been seven games all these different things uh but the longer you wait, the more expensive it gets, and our, so it's a risk reward thing right now. So for me, I'm thinking about it already, but I also my I, I, I'm thinking we signed we sign him to like a three year deal. Perfect, three year deal. He's gonna warrant between he's gonna get between fifteen to twenty. So we got to already have that in our because if he hits free agency, he's gonna get more. Fifteen to more. twenty is bottom tier right Mm so so he's gonna get 15 20 so you put that in front of him immediately uh for a guy that's making out what is he making three five this year something like that so you put 15 in front of him I'm pretty sure he's gonna sign. but you let it go to you let it go to free agency he's gonna get 25 plus so Mm -hmm. I'm I'm thinking hey man let's let's start having these talks right now and 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 offer him something that that's gonna look real sweet to him
0: yeah, because, I mean, just skill set wise you know, he use, he does a great job of using his legs. His pocket presence is amazing. But it's not really like he he has to use his legs. And so, mm-hmm. you know, this is a guy that could potentially play another five to seven years easily. Yes. And, and I yes. think, you know, with with what you have around him, you can make a run at the Super Bowl with, with Geno. And mm-hmm. just keep giving him more weapons. Keep getting, you know, guys up front on both sides in the trenches. And then let's make the run because then, you know – you know, you got Drew Locke behind you, and this is kind of a, a Gino Russ situation where Drew can learn, you know, mm-hmm. and maybe be the future down the road, you know, so uh, in a great position is, uh, is what I think
2: for this organization. Hell yeah, man. Um, if, we, if we have to point out anything that might have been a little bit suspect from the game, though, for, especially from where I was sitting in my seats inside SoFi, brought to you by Epic Seats, by (laughs) the way. Our buddy Jimmy Seats hooking me up uh, at at the stadium there. EpicSeats.com is where you go for all your ticket needs, everybody. They're a local company from Seattle, so check them out. It's EpicSeats.com. Mention Take 12 to get an extra $12 per ticket when you're selling your seats on Epic Seats. So, You got two tickets to anything that you want to offload. You sell them to Epic Seats. Mention Take 12. You get an extra 24 bucks. You could buy a beer. (laughs) Uh, And if you're buying at EpicSeats.com, you mention Take 12. You get 12% off when you spend 100 bucks. 100 bucks? 100 bucks. It's EpicSeats.com, everybody. I need water instead of coffee. Let's be honest. The one play that I want to talk about is when we were up seventeen to nothing, and we're driving, and they get a little too cute and try to pitch hmm. it to D. Eskridge. and I don't know whose fault it is or whatever, but I'm I'm gonna I I, I am gonna blame the coaches. That's what I'm gonna blame. <laughs> I'm gonna blame the guys with the headsets on. Guys, let's just do what's been working. We're up seventeen to nothing here. We're on the road because I got to tell you, from inside the stadium, when that happened, it got silent. From the 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 Seahawk fans that were there, because it was like, uh oh. Now we all saw what happened, and everything turned out okay. But that was just one of those things where, when you're up 17 to nothing, let's just keep the hammer down and uh, put it on them some more, and not give them a chance to get back in the game. Um, what did you guys think early there from that sort of that play? Because I mean, D, D was in the backfield, like it, you know, he's he's not one of our running backs. What are we doing?
1: Well, uh, but he is a special talent, right? So I think I think I think. I agree with you, right? When things are working, let's keep it simple. Let's keep getting downfield. But in the same breath, you know, it is the NFL and they're, they're game planning too. So you gotta throw a little, you gotta throw a little uh uh wrench in 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 how they're processing everything, right? Yeah. You gotta you gotta throw something in there to just make them think twice about uh, you know, what, what they thought was coming. Um now that being said, again keep things simple sometimes keep things simple keep 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 using the things that have been working but i do understand sometimes trying to you know put a little spin to things so so you can keep people honest okay
0: all right i wouldn't be i wouldn't be surprised if there was like a toss reverse off of that but we didn't get to it because Ah. the wide receiver didn't catch the ball so (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah i'm just saying like look that was just it's just your job it's in the job description
1: yeah <laughs> it's kind of like the most important thing for your job <laughs>
0: that's what we ask about you yeah. and so you know i but i guarantee you like like cliff said you know there's you know a wrinkle in there and then all of a sudden yeah okay we got too cute but i bet you they had another play coming off of that whether it's mm-hmm. a reverse pass or the, the toss pass or reverse so things like that are planned to, to set up but we didn't get to
2: it. <laughs> there, There's just weird coaching decisions. We we were kind of talking about it a little bit when you guys got on here. Like, just there's weird coaching things. When you watch the NFL, you kind of watch other games out there around these new coaches going forward on fourth downs. There's all this conversation about analytics versus, you know, your gut and all these kinds of things. Not kicking well, field goals when well, they should. Let me, let me, uh,
1: let me ask yeah. Lofa on that question. What's your thoughts on analytics versus, uh, you know, your gut feeling or, or players or whatever? Like, like Moneyball, like
2: looking at the numbers. Well, well there's yeah. all this talk about like th- these teams now have like whole teams like, of people that are crunching numbers and then getting like, in the coaches' headsets and saying like, the house you know, go w- for what, it. what we should do is go for it here. Don't kick a field goal and go up nine. Let's let's, you know, and, and then coaches are listening to that. Do you think they should be loafer? Do you think they should just be going with their gut like like they always have?
0: I'm always open-minded to get better. So yeah, if, if sure. that's what the numbers say, yeah, I'll listen to it. But it's a, it's a game of instinct. You know, you can't teach football Like mm-hmm. in terms of like knowing how to be a football player. Someone's got to have the instinct. And then you can work with the tools to get him better, you know, at seeing the game from your perspective. But um, for the most part, yeah, like it, points are at a premium in every game, you yeah. know. And so even if it's just three and, like, it's not – the sexy play to do to kick a field goal, it's you know you just put your team and then momentum in a horrible position, right, right. and, and then it really does play a factor. No matter how much anyone says, oh well, no, it didn't play a role in the game. Well, it's you lose by three. And you went for it four times on the goal line. You know <laughs> what I'm talking about? A year ago, mm-hmm. um, you know the, the, the Chargers, you know just kept going for it, yeah. and they went zero for three on the goal line. When, yeah. A field goal would have won that game. One field goal would have yeah. won
2: that well, what's, Lofa, isn't there like a movie quote? It's like, never tell me the odds or something. <laughs> That, I don't know. I feel He's, like this. You finally stumped me. It's like I, I, if I was the coach, like I, you'd have the person in your ear telling you what the percentage is, or what the odds are, or what the the numbers say, or like when you're in Vegas playing blackjack, it's like, what's the book say on that? It's like oh, maybe sometimes I want to know, but sometimes I probably don't want to know, and I just want to hit on that sixteen just because I want to. You know just, what but I mean?
1: just be consistent, though. Like okay. I think yeah. that's I think right. that's the difference is being mm-hmm. consistent. If you're not gonna if you're not gonna do what the book says then don't do what the book says All ever yeah, that's <laughs> true. And, and it
2: better work out you better have that five get turned over otherwise you, you might better, piss you off better. the whole table yeah uh, but
1: I, I do think with the with the analytics piece of it though it, it's i think there is a place for it i don't think I, but i don't think it replaces the human aspect of it mm-hmm. though because a lot of things are the feel of the game yes the percentages yeah. say hey you should run the ball in these particular situations, but you also got to know your personnel. You yeah. also got to know your style. You got to know you know there's a lot of other things that play a role in that. So I think having the numbers and knowing what they mean is is good, but it also has to fit into what you're doing in that particular situation as well.
2: Uh can I tell you guys, in the building at the end of the game, Seahawks are up uh 14-13, right? 14 mm-hmm. I think. 14. Mm-hmm. Um and they got three timeouts. We got the ball. You know we're just going to run it and try to just run the clock out, right? And we do. And they're not calling timeouts. And there's like four minutes left on the clock. Now, I know we're up 14. But I got to tell you, being surrounded by Chargers fans, they were pissed. And I would be too. Because they're just sitting there watching the clock tick off while their defense stands around. Nobody's calling timeout. Now, I know, I, like I said, I know we're up 14. I get it. I mean, but their fans were like, why are we taking these timeouts home with us? What's going on? Said,
0: the book must have said We're stay. not going to try. <laughs> but said stay. We're
2: not I mean, they had all three timeouts and the 2-minute warning and like 4 minutes left on the clock. And they just let the clock run out. I mean, now DJ did get a first down, right? Or someone We got a first down which mm-hmm. the game's yeah. over at that point. But even before that they're not calling timeouts. They're not trying to get the ball back. It's these coaches' decisions. Well, these weird younger you coaches, know, and I'm telling you, the fans were not having it, especially in the stadium. That's, a four, That's yeah. a four and two football team. That's a four and two football team.
0: Hey, and you know, Pete, they they give or they give Pete shit when he uses his timeouts. When you know, okay, but his philosophy and his thinking is like, well, I'm not going out without swinging. Right. And if they fumble that snap, which it can happen. Yeah. I mean, I watched. Who was it? Someone went down to the goal line. The guy had a touchdown. I think it was the, the Cowboys game. Uh, Parsons made a great play and tackled the guy, but they didn't even review it. Now, first of all, I don't know why the representative don't get me on refs, but refs, <laughs> you, you got to call a touchdown because that's it. Yeah, exactly. Right. And, and so I didn't understand that, but then the Lions, they ran up, they tried to hurry because maybe they thought, you know, they were just trying to catch them off guard. Right, they fumbled yeah. the snap and give the ball to the Cowboys yeah. on the one. And it's just yeah. like, why don't you review that? Totally. Yeah. I mean,
2: you could punch the ball out. There's like a lot of things that could happen, and they just sat on those timeouts. It was kind of weird. Yeah.
1: Well, but, but, but I, I, again, I think sometimes coaches get in their own way. Like being down 14 with four minutes to go, like I've been in games where we're down 16 points yeah. with four minutes, and we still end up finding a way to win, right? Yeah. So, right. Like, like, so what, I, I don't, I agree. What do you, why, why are you taking those timeouts home with you? You know what I mean? You're not getting nothing for well, that. And, and, you use them, you and never like know I
2: said, you're not a, you're not a 0-6 football. You're a 4-2 football team competing in the AFC West. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. It, it was a weird, it, w- it felt like a weird message to send to not only your players maybe, but the fans too. It was just like, hey, more we're going part. home. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: You know? Because <laughs> like, what you don't want to do is lose your locker room.
0: You
2: don't want to mm. lose the locker room
0: and then you, you know don't want to lose the the, the fans mm. who are, you know, there to support you and, and cause the crowd noise that we come in. Yeah. them love hearing. With well, the
2: clouds, it, as a Seahawk fan being in the building, it was nice to see my team come in and basically make another team give up like the old days. It <laughs> was great. <laughs> I think the Chargers fans were dismayed. The players looked like they wanted to leave. The coaches clearly wanted out of there. And my team was the one doing the damage. Our team was the one doing the damage. It was great to see you guys. It was fantastic. Um, Do you guys have anything else before we get out of here? Oh, yeah. Well, Cliff, let's talk about. Well, no, I got got that, but anything from the game. I'm sorry. Oh, from the game? Nah,
1: uh, no, no it's just solid win. win. So yeah, solid team win. Yeah. Um, a lot of things to build off of. I think. I think that's the cool thing is when nobody expects anything from you and yet you produce the way you've been producing. It's uh, it's exciting. It's exciting for the city. It's excited for the team. Obviously.
2: Well said, man. Hey, Cliff, thank you so much for your time and jumping on with us today and everything, dude. We know you're a busy guy up there and everything. And what, tell us all about the uh, Cliff Averill Family Foundation. Cause you got big things going on.
1: Yeah, no, man, the Cliff Aver Family Foundation. We've been uh, we've been oh an organization for 10 years now, which is which is crazy to, uh, to think about. We actually just had one of our 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 main fundraiser, Dining to make a difference. My man Lofa was in the building always supporting uh so we appreciate that but um yeah we, we're just continue trying to make a difference in the community you know we do a lot of work in Haiti a lot of work here in Seattle got a mentoring program called the Cliffs Crew that I'm excited about uh that that you know we've been mentoring these young boys for the last four years uh and I plan on going all the way through college with them and, and continue cool. to you know just wow. be someone they can talk to but also expose them to different experiences and opportunities that are here in their own backyard, um, so we're just continue to grow. Uh, to get more information, go to the Cliff Averill Family Uh You can see everything that the organization is doing and continue to just make a difference in the community that we live in.
2: Cool, man. Dude, you awesome. guys, a legend on the field and off, Cliff. That's awesome. You guys can get it, more information by going to the org. Check out Cliff Averill, of course, on all social media, at yes, Cliff sir. Averill. It's spelled exactly how it should be because it's his name. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Lofa. Lofa, we're out of here that's it for us appreciate you guys Thanks oh man you. we appreciate you Cliff um, you guys appreciate check it. out our sponsors email us seahawkspod at gmail.com the sponsors uh, of course Wiener Schnitzel Heritage Distilling Company Fit My Foot BetOnline.ag also of course uh, and EpicSeats.com <sighs> Lofa what do you want to break it down to man uh, I don't know
0: Cliff, you, we usually break it down. We
2: put yeah, our okay. arms in the... Hands what do you up. want
0: to break it down to, Cliff?
1: Yeah, Cliff. Uh, Take us home. Yeah, yeah. Just put what, me on the spot. Uh,
0: what is the D-line? Li- what, what did you guys used to break it down to? What did you uh, and Mike Bennett call at the end of practice?
1: Kick ass on three. One, two, three. Kick ass! Kick ass! Yes.
0: <laughs>
1: Perfect. <laughs> All right, fellas. Appreciate you guys having me.
0: Appreciate you, Cliff. Keep rolling. Because I got something I want to promote. Ooh. Ooh. What? Oh. Yeah. Let me move my microphone so you can get a full
2: look at that look at that oh yeah. that looks sick dude yeah 51 50 so the hoodies, 12.
0: 51 and 12. 51 is nothing without the 12s but yeah simply seattle they uh they hooked it up they made a, a sweatshirt and uh, a t-shirt for me and um you know the mirror image of the 51 and 12 was pretty pretty sick uh and so thank you for that amazing design but even more importantly It goes to support Treehouse for Kids, which is those in uh, foster care. So, um, you know, when you when you buy one of those, the money goes to the kids. And so, um, yeah, I appreciate you. Everybody, there's a bunch of people that already bought some and let me know. And I just want you to know that your your money's going right to those in need of foster care. Yeah,
2: hell yeah, we'll put uh, links out there, you guys. It's uh, Simply Seattle. You got, I mean, you can go to shop.simplyseattle.com. Basically, just search Lofa's name if you want or search through the website, but also we'll put a link on our social media directly to the page. Uh, You guys go ahead and buy the hoodies, the T-shirts. Buy one for your friends. I mean, because when you hand it to your friend, you can say, hey, I bought you this cool shirt, but not only did I buy you this cool shirt, but this cool shirt does a cool thing out there in the community. Um, And you can also use the promo code Take12, take 12% off the shirt. That way you can buy more of the shirts and hoodies and do more good. That's really cool, Lofa.